You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, including the brand new podcast app, Himalaya. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Wednesday. Took yesterday off of the podcast, got some extra sleep, feeling rested as we hit the offseason. But today is a very exciting day because it is David Griffin's introductory press conference happening at 1245 p.m. today. I'll be there. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. But in today's podcast, we're going to kind of focus on that a little bit. We're going to talk about what we want to hear for the new head of the Pelicans basketball side of operations. And guess what? We got an actual job title for him, the one that was kind of rumored to be out there. But that's good to see exactly what it is, even though it's still largely meaningless. We're also going to talk about Alvin Gentry. Is he staying? Is he going? Is that a good decision? Is that a bad decision? Depending on what it is. And then we'll take a look at some things going on around the league. Uh, Some news with DeMarcus Cousins. An update with Monty Williams former Hornets and Pelicans head coach. So let's dive into it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So it's a big day here in New Orleans. The Pelicans introducing David Griffin, the new executive vice president of basketball operations. That's the official job title. Again, this doesn't really matter. It just means he's the guy running everything over there, but it's not the title of GM, which it sounds like they just initially tried to offer him and he wanted something else. So they gave him this, which is basically the equivalent of what Mickey Loomis has with the Saints and what um, he had here with the Pelicans too. So it doesn't really matter. The job title doesn't matter as much, but it's not GM, which means if you want to give that title to someone, you can Just another voice in the room, as we've said, largely these things are kind of just semantics at this point. But David Griffin being introduced to get today at uh, the practice facility, 12.45 p.m. It's going to be really exciting. Supposedly, there's going to be some availability with Gail Benson, Dennis Lausha as well during all of this. It's also going to be live streamed online at pelicans.com. So if you want to watch it alongside everyone else, now is going to be your opportunity to do it. This is the first time we're going to get to hear some of his plans and what he wants to do. And while it's an introductory press conference and largely just going to kind of be a lot of just perfunctory things, you're going to hear him say, we're looking at it all. You know, we haven't made decisions on a lot of it yet. Starting to fill things out blah, 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 we should maybe have a better idea of what he wants to do. Talking about how he wants to increase the the scouting department and beef that up. What does he plan to do with analytics? Maybe we can get a, a sense of what wasn't here already and why he wants to do it. You'll also hear him say some basic things about how this was a great job opportunity. This is the, the opportunity to kind of really build a franchise. They have a lot of young assets, a lot of young talent. He'll probably say some wonderful things about Drew Holiday. And I get a sense that we'll hear some on the Anthony Davis trade, explaining maybe what he's looking for, how he's going to go about this, and what some sort of timeline could be there 
with that. Maybe we'll get a sense of, and we'll talk about it in the next segment, Alvin Gentry. Is he staying? Is he going? I'll give you the latest on that, though, and what the rumors are and what I expect coming up here in a minute. We'll also have an idea of maybe who he's retaining within the front office. Some of these guys have been here as long as Del Demps has been here. And are they staying? Are they going? How do they kind of want to go about remaking all of this? And is it difficult to step into this situation where you need to kind of change things from top to bottom? And what's the kind of support that he's getting from everyone on airline drive with it? So it's an exciting day. Again, we'll learn some things. We're not going to learn that much. A lot of things are kept secret, obviously, anyway. So that's that's okay too if your questions aren't answered, but it's a pretty exciting day. This is the start of a new chapter for the Pelicans as well as they bring in David Griffin to run everything top to bottom on the basketball side to be their brand new executive vice president of basketball operations. So one of the big questions that people have been talking about the past couple of days is head coach Alvin Gentry. Is he staying? Is he going? And we'll talk about that in a second here. But today's podcast is brought to you by the Wise Cam. Wise, W-Y-Z-E, is the indoor camera that does it all. Wise is packed with premium features that allow you to see everything from anywhere for only $20. Yes, you get full 1080p HD and images so clear you won't miss a thing along with night vision and two-way audio. It's the wise mission to bring amazing smart home products that are accessible to everyone everywhere. Check your home anytime with the Wise app's live stream so you can connect with life as it unfolds in sharp focus and with eight-time digital zoom. The best part is the free 14-day rolling cloud storage with no subscriptions. That's free rolling 14-day cloud storage. You want to see what happened a couple days ago? It's right there saved to the cloud for you. You can check it any single moment you want. Things happen, you might not catch it right away, and that free 14-day rolling cloud storage is great to go back, see what happened, and make sure things get fixed and people are held accountable. That's you, construction across the street and all of your condos. And if you want more, they've got that too. For just $10 more, the Wise Campaign gives you 360 coverage in under three seconds. Life moves fast, your camera should too. So, Go to wise.com slash locked. That's wyze.com slash locked to get the guaranteed lowest price along with free rolling 14 day cloud storage. That's wyze.com slash locked. All right, so Alvin Gentry, and if my mentions are anything to go by, not the most popular man here in New Orleans, though he does have some defenders. So I'm going to come out and say this right now. I don't fall either way on retaining him or letting him go. So don't come at me and be all angry with me on this. It's I don't care. And I see both sides of the argument for this. But right now, what it sounds like is the franchise and David Griffin is leaning towards retaining Alvin Gentry. Doesn't mean he will. Just means right now, that seems to be what the current thinking is. This isn't a huge surprise. Gentry's well-liked within the organization. He's a favorite of owner Gail Benson. That'll get you pretty far in keeping your job. That's for certain. He also did a pretty good job of keeping the locker room together and getting a lot out of the young guys that they were playing late in the season. Christian Wood has looked particularly good. Jalil Okafor's looked particularly good. You had Kenrich Williams show flashes. Those guys are out there playing hard, doing a lot of things. And that also will get you uh, maybe another year and a job in the NBA. So that's some of the things there that are pretty 
important to have. And I think they kind of realize that where you don't know what your team's going to quite be yet. So you don't want to hire a brand new coach that's locked in for four years only to then end up with players that don't fit their style of ball. Keeping Gentry as a bridge year really might be a good situation just for that. It also adds some continuity. You have a couple of young guys that are kind of going through some things um, like Frank Jackson and others that maybe just want to have the same coach there that got the most out of them. And by bringing in a new coach, new scheme, maybe you delay their progression a little bit. But there's a flip side to that too, that if you then keep Alvin Gentry for next year and then fire him, that's less continuity in the future. So it's kind of a double-edged sword here and it's a little bit uh, confusing, but think about it this way. If you make a trade with, say, Boston, bring in Jason Tatum. Let's just use him as the example. Played for Brad Stevens this year. He'll play for Alvin Gentry next year. And then you fire Gentry and bring in a coach. That's three coaches for him in three years. Now, NBA players can adjust to that, but we know what happened with DeMarcus Cousins, who we'll talk about a little bit. And you know, that track record and how we all thought that was a detriment to him and him getting some stability would be important. So maybe it is better depending on the players you bring in in a trade to let Gentry go now and have them have stability rather than not stability, at least during the beginning of their tenure here in New Orleans. The other problem with that is the later you let Alvin Gentry go, the less chance you have to go get some of the top candidates that's going to be on the market. The Lakers did let um, Luke Walton go, and basically a day later, he was hired by the Kings. You you know, firing your coach early, you have a chance to get the guy that you want a little bit better. That's kind of one of the reasons the Pelicans end up with David Griffin here. So that's kind of there, and those are a lot of the, the ways you're kind of looking at this. So it's important to have some continuity, yes, but you also do set yourself up for less continuity later, including some players potentially playing for three coaches in three years. Not a great thing, but I don't think they're bringing Gentry back only for one year, and they want to see if he can actually be the coach that leads this team going forward. The early returns have been mixed. Not bad, not good, not one or the other. Definitely mixed because, you know, the Pelicans have dealt with a lot of injuries. We've seen what they're capable of when healthy, what they did for the first four games of this past season. Looks pretty good to be honest. So I see both sides of this. I know a lot of people seeing the record aren't happy with Gentry. They weren't particularly enamored with him being hired in the first place. This is the hand the team's dealt. This is the hand that they're playing. And it sounds like right now they're going to be keeping Alvin Gentry. In terms of some of the things out there that I think aren't quite right, and I think a lot of people are making assumptions that I don't know if players love playing for Alvin Gentry. Some might like it, but I can tell you a lot of the players were tuning him out this year um, once things got a little bit tough. Even before the Anthony Davis trade, they were tuning him out. Now, maybe they're tuning him out after the Anthony Davis trade, too, because of all the disruptions that caused. But we had no outright revolt in the locker room or anything like that. No players-only meetings. Nothing like that. But here's the thing. I don't think the Anthony Davis trade request to the Pelicans was as disrupting as people want to make it seem like. They all like AD. They all love playing with him even after the trade request and being professionals and NBA players. They get it. If they were in his position and they could pull this move, they might have. 
And so it wasn't distracting to him because they're his peers. It's not us looking at him being like, screw you, AD, and the dysfunction you're causing. To them, they get it and they have a job to do and they're going to go out and do their job regardless of if they hate their coworkers. Or maybe you have a coworker at your job that wants to leave and is looking for other jobs and you still work well with them. It's kind of a similar thing here. So I don't know if Alvin Gentry needs a ton of credit for kind of keeping the team together when there were just no real huge issues for this team in the locker room. And so I think that's something to keep in mind. There's also been a few, um, you know, players wondering about the rotation. Solomon Hill even most recently said something where he's like, yeah, when I couldn't get minutes, it kind of puts me into a weird uh, situation. And when you don't know if you're getting minutes or not minutes, it can be a problem. And sometimes that happens. And you saw it this year. We had questionable rotations, certainly around the middle of the season. Towards the end, it didn't seem like there was a ton of plan there with him playing a lot of the younger guys less minutes than you would have expected. But also, they were still just kind of waiting until they could basically bench everybody. So I think that's part of it, too. And you've got a lot to manage. So things to keep in mind. Again, there's pros and cons of both sides of this. And I can understand the Pelicans going either way. But right now, it sounds like Alvin Gentry going to be here next year. So we're going to have a ton more from the Griffin Presser tomorrow, his introductory press conference with the Pelicans here. And of course, the best way to listen to that and learn more about it is to subscribe to the Locked on Pelicans podcast through the brand new Himalaya podcast app. There's too many podcasts out there. Himalaya helps you sort through that with its personally curated playlist based on what you listen to. It's got a smart algorithm there and can help you find the content that you want. They're also adding in new features almost daily. So make sure you listen and subscribe to Locked on Pelicans through the Himalaya podcast app. So some news from around the league as we hit this offseason where things slow down just a little bit, but a pair of former Pelicans in the news here. First, let's start with former head coach Monty Williams. It sounds like Rob Polinka, the Lakers GM and guy who's kind of consolidating power around him since we're using Game of Thrones terms to talk about all of this stuff, is flying out to Philadelphia. I think interviewing him today or yesterday, not entirely sure, for the head coaching job for the uh, for the Lakers. Be pretty cool to see him get another head coach uh, coaching gig. I don't know if you really want to step into the mess that is the Lakers right now and the dysfunction that they have along with a not really great owner that's kind of hampering them. But good to see him climbing his way back into everything, becoming a head coach again. Certainly he's going to get one sooner rather than later. And it might be with the Lakers and he might be reunited with Anthony Davis. So I don't know if that actually makes a trade for Anthony Davis more likely or less likely, which is what it could be, although it might not matter whatsoever. But good to see Monty Williams, who's gone through that personal tragedy, who's been kind of, I I think he's a guy that we all look at now with more hindsight and appreciate him more than we did when he was the head coach of the Pelicans um, and the Hornets during his tenure here. But look, super good dude. Nice to see super good people succeed and kind of get what they want and becoming a head coach again certainly is in the cards for him. And it sounds like it might be happening this off season. Now we're going to switch to a player, which was DeMarcus Cousins with the Golden State Warriors suffering a really awful injury. He tore his quad, I believe a quad and the ligament in his left leg in a game the other night against the Clippers, where the Clippers came back from 31 down. You're hearing a theme over the Twitter right now in the playoffs, and that's no lead is safe with the Denver Nuggets coming back um, after being down to the San Antonio Spurs. 
in game two of their series. But it was a non-contact injury chasing a loose ball, going for that hustle play. That's now how he's had both of these injuries, going after loose balls and hustling and trying to make a difference. And it's disappointing to see. I know he's not well-liked here in New Orleans right now, but you never want to root for injuries. Don't say good things about this injury. It sucks. It's as simple as that. This is a guy whose livelihood went from $180 million to something like $5 million and change this year, and now isn't even going to get that bigger contract maybe after this that you were he was expecting. And look, he, his moments where he's not looked good in Golden State, but then there's been moments where he completely outplayed Nikola Jokic and just wrecked him in a game against the Denver Nuggets. So to see him go down with this injury after finally getting to play in the playoffs for the first time in his career in Game 1 really is sad to see. You never want to root for injuries or anything like that. Sounds like his playoffs might be done. Maybe they get him back for the finals if all things go well, but it depends as they kind of wait for the swelling to go down. But yeah, it was kind of confirmed that this is a worst case scenario. You could see him walk into the locker room after it happened, and oh my God, his leg looks all sorts of weird, and I'm uncomfortable now just thinking about it. I'm squeamish. So not the best thing to kind of have pop into my head here, but Hope for a good recovery for him. We don't hate him no matter what people say. And some people said some horrible things on Twitter. Don't be that person. So best of luck to him. The Golden State Warriors are still likely going to be fine and win the title. And, you know, maybe in the end, it's not all that big of a deal for their team, but a big deal for him in his career. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on the brand new Himalaya podcast app, as well as iTunes, Apple Play, Google Podcasts, Google Play as well, or wherever you get your podcast from. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'm back with you all tomorrow after the David Griffin introductory press conference. 